And a good afternoon to you. You made it. It's Friday. Yeah, you didn't think you was going to make it, did you? You did. You sure did. You made it. And so Monday Part 5, <laughs> it's in the record book. Yep. And so the 10th day of the month of March, and we are glad to have you with us. And we'll see if we can get you home. And uh, for those that are going through the mountains here, we'll see if we can get you to Tennessee. All right, those passing through. All right, let's see what we got this afternoon. First of all, we've got uh, no wreck, but we do have construction, which has got uh, traffic off the pace starting at the Asheville Airport, and it'll continue like that off pace till you get up to near the parkway before it levels back out. So we're looking at uh, 20 to 25 mile an hour off of uh, what it, it normally would be, okay? That's westbound between Highway 280 and Highway 146. And then we have a wreck in Asheville, and it's a crash on I-240 eastbound. And so 240 eastbound. And it, that doesn't make a lot of sense if that's the eastbound. Again, it depends on how, which <laughs> you get so confused because 26 eastbound is 240 westbound and 26 eastbound is Patton Avenue westbound in one stretch yeah there where the bridges are so it just depends on where we're talking about this one shows it's on I-240 eastbound but the congestion is around highway 25 there which is uh, the main drag you know through through Asheville so but more avenue and I, I don't uh, don't don't know what that one's about okay we're looking good in that, that intersection there at Hillcrest. We're looking good at the Sam's Red Light uh, for the most part. The malfunction Junction's fine. Uh, Sardis Road's good. Uh, way, way better wait times at 25 and 25A than we're, than we're used to. Avers Creek, not a problem. So really, the, not much problem here. Let's, so let's, go to, let's, let's find us a problem, all right? The problem is if you're trying to go west on... The interstate. Yep, I'm sorry to tell you that you've got problems if you're heading west. It starts in the Iron Duff community, and uh, it's about a mile, a mile or so beyond uh, Highway 209 exit, and that's where you run into double lanes that are locked down, and it is barely crawling, and you'll do that till you get up within seeing distance of the Maggie Valley exit. At that point, it will be uh, a slow uh, rolling rolling move, and then it, you'll get through the, the one lane, and it'll open back up. Coming the other direction, coming from Tennessee, there's problems coming that way today. Same thing, uh, there, where you go narrows down to one lane, they're going to be backed up coming back in toward, uh, toward North Carolina. And it's all right there just beyond 276, where the river goes under right there. And uh, that's that's where it's at. All right, we, today's Friday, so we always do a Tennessee forecast to see what you're looking at here. Looking at your uh, looking at the traffic, and right now everything going into ever going in everywhere is good as far as the major arteries. So whichever way you choose to go in is fine today. Uh, but there is a wreck. Uh, what's called the Winful Dunn Parkway, which is the main 66 that comes out of Sevierville, comes out to the interstate. 
in there at the intersection of Alder Branch Road, uh, which is Highway 338. Um, it's right there. I, I'm not sure exactly where that's at. That's uh, it's right there near a Taco Bell, and uh, hmm, I don't I don't see what else is right there close that I can. It's across from an Arby's. How about that? There's a wreck right there at that red light, and so it's got stuff coming out backed up. But going in does not look like a problem that direction, okay? Uh, you still got the issue, and apparently they're working on something. I, I never have anybody's never told me what it is, whether it's the tunnel or whatever. But you got problems coming from Gatlinburg to Sevierville on 321. That's very slow down through there. And again, not sure what that is, but uh, it's just it's just slow through there. It's ha they've been working on that for a while. And I'm checking to see, yeah, you can cross the Smokies today. Yeah, it's open. And so it looks like, look at like it is, yeah, no problems. And for that matter, looks like you can, uh, well, I was trying to see here. I believe you're good to take the parkway. It looks like it's uh, it's working today. So don't believe that would be a, don't believe that would be a problem. Yeah, as we as we look at it here. So uh, anyway, we're so if you're not not going to Tennessee, we're in pretty good shape as far as the mountains are concerned. Let's drop off the mountain and look at down a little further south. Right there, going into Gaffney's real slow today. Got problems right in there at the outlet stores, right outside of Gaffney, up to right in right in there at uh, where Levin comes in crosses there and right past that at 150 and then again above that and there because of, of a crash so there's a crash on the first one the second one I don't know I don't know what it is if it's construction or what it is but that is slow and then in Greenville we are uh, about like normal on the southbound and then about like normal on the northbound with the exception we've got slow traffic up around 101 up to 290 and it moderates through the, through the city everything else looks okay though and i'm going to get a little closer look see if i can see rex know what we got here well everybody seems to be behaving don't seem to be too many issues well i said that too quick it's i-85 southbound you know that's where the that's where the problems are and uh, i've got it down as very slow southbound right near the airport exit and highway 14 right in that section and it'll clear up once you get down past Pelham is the plan right now. All right. Well, been a nice day, and it's not. It's been it's been pretty. It uh, did we get any rain last night? Didn't seem like we got much. And uh, yeah, we were scheduled to get a couple of tenths of inches, but I seemed awful dry this morning at the barn. So uh, we got didn't get a whole lot at my house anyway. We are at 62 degrees at Asheville, or were, at uh, six minutes before five. Some breeze, though, gusting out of the north, 13, gusting as high as 24. And the humidity very low, 17%. So, again, didn't. Got a few drops of rain last night here, but I'm, I'm thinking that a lot of it did, did evaporate. A lot of it fell as Virgo, because... Again, not, not seeing a lot on the ground, at least we're, we're around where I'm from. And Scramble Spartanburg, they're showing 69, nice day down there, and 38% uh, humidity, a little, little wetter there than it is here. Winds out of the west-southwest at 9.
here at the studio, 61 degrees currently. And uh, again, pretty nice all the way around. All right. Let's uh, see what the forecast holds. It's going to be a, a cooler weekend. A 32 tonight, 56 tomorrow, but it's all, you know, just partly cloudy and, part, and partly sunny, mostly sunny tomorrow. It's tomorrow night that we start getting a pretty good chance of showers and a, and a real chance of rain on Sunday. So what we're looking at is that the rain, uh, probably just some showers bef in the lead before 10, but the main rain probably will get in here around 11 Saturday night. It's going to be a cold rain, 37 east-northeast wind, which is odd. East-northeast, that's the direction of the wind. Yeah, that's odd. And... Uh, Chance of rain is 70% on Saturday night, and they're saying probably less than a tenth of an inch. But on Sunday, the high only goes to 46, and 100% chance of rain, and they're saying between a quarter and a half. And then rain continuing into Sunday night, showers likely before 11, and a little around 36, and that was that. we were watching all those temperatures. We've been watching those for a week. Not going to be cold enough to do anything. We, I mean, it was. We were watching it, especially on the on the 30th anniversary of the blizzard of '93, which is technically this weekend. We were watching it pretty closely. Uh, this particular storm, because of where it's at and because of the nature of it, but it's just been too warm and it could not get cold enough. So it's a good thing, and uh, yeah, it's a good thing, and uh, so it's a 70% chance on Sunday night. So just just didn't develop that well. On Monday night, 26 is the low. 26 Tuesday night, 30 Thursday, uh, Wednesday is 31, moderating to 41 by Thursday night. So uh, yeah, cooler week, cooler week, but about about right. It's only 45 Tuesdays as high as it's going to get. So it's going to feel a lot more like March, maybe a little more like February actually, there for a couple of days. But we should moderate back out by a week from the day. We ought to be back up to like 61 degrees, you know, and so it will, it will be, uh, be short-lived, all right, so that's, that's what we, we stand at right now for the week ahead. The 10th day of the month of March today is being uh, underwritten, uh, the general operating budget sponsored by Bob the Geneva Queen and loving memory of David and Alice Queen, and also Lou and Sally Watson, also in honor of Bob and Janita's 57th wedding anniversary, their grandchildren Tyler, Tyson, Tanner, and Hannah. They're thankful for their pastor and his wife, and they mentioned my name and Miss Barton and said God is good. And uh, been neighbors with the Queens for a long time and uh, been an honored to be their pastor now for several years. We love and appreciate them very much. The network is being sponsored by Derek and Chrissy Williams in memory of Chaplain Willie Hendon and Deborah Hendon. They're thankful for the blessed hope and assurance we have in the Lord of seeing loved ones again. They're thankful for their seven children and the gift of marriage. We appreciate the Williams sponsoring today on the network. Birthdays today, Miss Rhonda Hinkle. Congratulations also. I happen to know that Brian McBride today is his spiritual birthday the day he got saved. And then, of course, wedding anniversaries to Bob and Geneva Queen. And, and again, congratulations going out. 
All right. Well, thank you for being with us this afternoon. And again, thank God for his mercy and for his grace. Let me take a look at the big map and see where everybody's at today. We have, let's see here, Birmingham, Little Rock, Sacramento is with us, El Monte and San Jose, three cities in California. Our nation's capital is on board. Satellite Beach, Florida, got a couple there listening, a couple of different connections. Wichita, Winnipeg, Manitoba, we don't see them every day, glad to have them. Manchester and Ann Arbor and Lansing, Michigan. Plymouth, uh, Minnesota, St. Louis, Missouri, West Berlin, New Jersey, and North Carolina, Arden, Grassy Creek, Weaverville, Morrisville, Hendersonville, Brevard, Ennis, and West Jefferson. Also in Canada, Ottawa, and, uh, well, I lost it. What, what, what happened to it? All right, I called it and it went away. So uh, uh, South Park, Pennsylvania, in South Carolina, Rock Hill, Fort Mill, and Greenville. In Texas, Houston, got Europe and the United Kingdom, and that's all I got. A bunch of unknowns. Can't, can't discern the rest of those. So, yeah, that's, that's all I got there. All right. So glad to have you with us. And of course, if you're listening and I did not get you call your name, let us know. Let me know you're there. We'll, we'll mention it, okay? All right. Thank you so much. Uh, Sanford, North Carolina is with us. Glad to see you. And uh, yeah, appreciate you, Pastor. Thank you so much. And uh, Rutherford County. So they're listening to us down there in Rutherford. There is a 730 that is our first adjacent. They are down in uh, what's the uh, what's the name of the Catholic school on the way into Charlotte? They're on the left. What's that called? You know what I'm talking about. There's a place there. There's a there's a community, and it's on the left. Big 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 Catholic school on the left on the way into Charlotte. Anyway. That's where that 7.30 is at. And sometimes the further you get down that direction, the, uh, uh, you know, the further that you get down that direction, then the more you, they'll interfere with us. If you get near, near a first adjacent channel, they bleed over. So that, that is possible, okay? And uh, yeah, I've, I, I know there's some folks that have been talking about the, uh, talking about the, the, the chance of frozen precipitation on the weekend, and it's still going to happen in higher elevations, but I don't know that we're going to see it in the southern. Now, usually that's what I'm giving the forecast for is the southern mountains, typically. All right? All right. Well, thank you for being with us. Thank God again for his mercy and appreciate God's grace. Well, today is our final day that we will talk about share and we'll read pledges we've allowed this week for things to come in. And we're very grateful for all the folks that have supported this year's share and it has been uh, the greatest ever. And uh, somebody said, well, you, you, you said that last year. Well, it's because it was the, better, it's the best we'd had up to that time. Uh, so it, you know, it's, it's still a true statement. So we want to say thank you to some folks that are uh, giving and that are continuing to give, and thank you so much. Daryl McCall, 
of 50. Uh, excuse me, I, won't, I shouldn't do that. Daryl McCall and uh, $400 gift. God bless you. Thank you, Daryl. And uh, thank you very much for that. And then also, we'd like to say thanks to Raymond and Barbara Baker of Brevard, an $800. And this is a, an additional gift to the general budget. And that is going to bring us over a new level. Wow. All right. So we're going to get to play the theme song one more time. And I would say that this is the, but but we didn't play it. We didn't play it. We sang it live for the uh, when we when we got the the big the big gift. But it's still actually it's going to be the th for the three hundredth time. So we can say that. That's <laughs> yeah, for the three hundredth time, for the three hundred and eighty-one thousand two hundred and fifty-three dollar level. It's been, it's been worth every mile. was for two that was for 300 let me go back and look here 381,253 dollars and we have an anonymous gift coming in from Brevard 1,200 dollars and it says in thankfulness for all the Lord's blessings and so by the grace of God this is the last pledge that I have we break it again. $382,453. It's been worth every mile. It's been worth every trial. It's been worth every valley that we've crossed. It's been Well, to God be the glory. That is amazing. So let me give you some figures here. Let me give you some totals and some numbers. Our goal was $282,537, which was the total amount raised last year. And by the grace of God, that has been exceeded by $99,916 dollars for a grand total on the general budget of $382,453. On the network, we have, uh, our goal was $150,545. We raised $155,864, and our that exceeds the budget by $5,319. $5,319, which is amazing when you look at all of it, because what that does is that puts us in excess of 105000 as far as the total uh, over budget that uh, the gifts came in. And so by far the, the, the largest ever, and we want to say 
to God be the glory and uh, mean that, to God be the glory. The Lord did that. And, uh, you know, I, do, I don't remember us having to push or pull or prime or beg or threaten or I don't remember anybody doing that. And, uh, I mean, I, I don't, it seemed like every time the power of God would fall, the uh, phones would go to ringing. Happened all week. Good to see Joplin, Missouri on. Glad to have you with us, Brother Charlie. God bless you. Well, I always wait till the end of the week to make sure we get it right. So I always wait till the end of the week to make sure we get it right. And so uh, I'll, because I've started, I used to do it on Monday, and then when I did, everybody said, well, our church gave. Well, maybe it was either in the mail or, you know, whatever. Somebody hadn't called it in yet or whatever. So I always try to wait till the end of the week. So this is this is as of 5 p.m. this afternoon, okay? This is the church list. And the truth of the matter is the lion's share of the budget is always sponsored by the churches. And uh, churches, individuals, and businesses have have made share on the success, and we are so very grateful. And I'd like to acknowledge our churches for the 2023 share Amazing Grace Baptist Church in Brevard, Pastor Breck Landreth. Antioch Baptist Church in Horseshoe, Pastor Richard Gardner. Berea Baptist Church in Hendersonville, Pastor Matt Metzger. Bethel uh, Baptist Missionary Church in Arden, Pastor Scott Moody. Bethesda Baptist Church in East Flat Rock, Pastor Doug Nichols. Bible 2001 Baptist in Hendersonville, Pastor Bill Brackett. Bible Baptist in Waynesville, Pastor David Reed. Bible Baptist in Green Mountain. Blue Ridge Baptist, Cedar Mountain, Pastor Alan Martin. Bowling Springs Baptist in Fletcher, Pastor Philip Luther. Brevard Church of God, uh, Pastor Michael Bear. Brown's Chapel Baptist in Weaverville, Philip Wilson's pastor. Calvary Baptist Mission in Pisgah Forest, Pastor Alan Aiken. Calvary Baptist Mission in Perry, Oklahoma, Pastor Shim Durham. Carolina Baptist Tabernacle in Asheville, Pastor Lanny Cobb. Carson's Creek Baptist Church in Brevard, Pastor Eddie Dodson. Kathy's Creek Baptist Church in Brevard, Pastor Tony Lambert. Uh, Cavender's Creek Baptist in Murrayville, Georgia, Pastor Stephen Adams. Cedar Mountain Baptist in Fairview, Pastor James Page. Cedar Springs Baptist Church in Zirconia, Pastor Ricky Campbell. Community Baptist in Brevard, Pastor Paul Rains. Crab Creek Baptist Church in Hendersonville. Crossroads Baptist Church in Zirconia, Pastor Eddie Conard. Elk Mountain Baptist Church in Asheville, Pastor Bradley Collins. Fairhaven Baptist Church in Hendersonville, Pastor Chris Norris. Fairmount Baptist in Candler, Pastor David Hall. Faith Baptist in Waynesville, Pastor Mark Edwards. Faith Baptist in Lake Toxaway, Pastor Kyle Reese. Faith Chapel Baptist in Fletcher, Pastor Tommy Crow. Fellowship Baptist in Waynesville, Pastor Philip Brooks. Fellowship Baptist in Wartburg, Tennessee, Pastor Landon Harris. Fellowship Baptist in Greenwood, South Carolina, Pastor Jonathan Shook. Fellowship Baptist Tabernacle in Pisgah Forest, Pastor Benson Galloway. Fletcher First Baptist in Fletcher, Pastor Roy Waldrop. Forge Valley Independent Baptist Church in Mills River, Pastor Wayne Owen. Foster Creek Baptist in Morris Hill, Pastor Nick Coates. Full Gospel Church in Pisgah Forest, Pastor Larry Wilson. Gabriel's Creek Baptist Church in Asheville, Pastor Gary Coates. Georgetown Baptist Church in Leicester, or Leicester, Pastor Jacob Elledge. Gospel Baptist in Asheville, Pastor Tom Shook. Green River Baptist in Green River, Pastor Seth Nichols. 
Hamburg Baptist in Glenville, Pastor Jeremy Queen, Harmony Grove Baptist in Canton, Pastor Ronnie Bennett, Harmony Hill Baptist in Weaverville, Help Missions South America in Newburgh, Indiana, Pastor, or, or uh, the director, Brian Fox, uh, Highland Baptist uh, in Vass, North Carolina, Pastor William Vaughn, His Way Baptist in Johnson City, Tennessee, Hominy Valley Independent Church in Candler, Pastor Roger Patterson, Hooper's Creek Baptist Church in Fletcher, Pastor Philip Youngblood, In the Bible Mission in Brevard, Pastor Pete Lee, Johns Gap Baptist in Cullowhee, Interim, Pastor Ethan Fortner, Jones Gap Baptist in Hendersonville, Pastor Curtis Pace, Kiana Baptist in Kiana, Alaska, Pastor David Youngblood, Laurel Branch Baptist in Whittaker, Pastor Don Biddis, Liberty Missionary Baptist in Canton, Pastor Stacy Hightower, Lighthouse Baptist in Nicholasville, Kentucky, Pastor Thomas, Tommy Morrow, Little Ivy Baptist in Mars Hill, Pastor Scott Dodson, Locust Field Baptist Church in Silva, Macedonia Baptist in Saluda, Macedonia Baptist in Silverstein, Pastor Lamar Owen, Maple Grove Baptist in Waynesville, Pastor Tommy Carlisle, Maple Hill Baptist in Etowah, Pastor Dennis Lanning, Maranatha Baptist in Eat Flat Rock, Pastor Steve Gibson, Metagrove Baptist in Canton, Pastor Alan Blanton, Middlefort Baptist Church in Rosman, Pastor Chester Chapel, Midway Bible Baptist Church in Brevard, Pastor Ricky Lee, Mills River Baptist in Mills River, Pastor Thomas Glenn, Mission Baptist Church in Lake Junaluska, Mountain View Baptist in Silverstein, Pastor Marty Reed, uh, Mountain View Baptist in Saluda, Pastor Justin White, Mountain View Baptist in Zirconia, Pastor Josh Boyd, Mount Carmel Baptist in East Flat Rock, Pastor Philip Kirkendall, New Beginnings Baptist in Mills River, Pastor Billy Balcom, New Hope Baptist in Silva, Pastor Ernie Jameson, New Life Church in Mills River, Pastor Wayne Metzger, New Salem Baptist Church in Skyland, North Hazelwood Baptist in Waynesville, Oak Grove Baptist in Flat Rock, Pastor Keith Sizemore, Old Toxway Baptist in Old, in Old Toxway near Rosman, Sean Dodson's the pastor. Open Bible Church in Candler, Pastor Marvin Watts. Piney Grove Baptist Church in Saluda, Pastor James Shield. Piney Grove Baptist in Silva. Penhook Valley Baptist Church, Pastor Mike Blanton. Progress, or Pleasant Hill Baptist Church in Hendersonville, Pastor Joshua Martin. Progress Baptist Church in Hendersonville, Pastor Doug Raines. Rocky Bottom Baptist Church, Rocky Bottom, South Carolina, Pastor Chris Owen. Rocky Branch, Free Will Baptist in Waynesville, Pastor Jeff Heatherly. Rosman Baptist Tabernacle in Rosman, Pastor Charlie Glover. Shoal Creek Baptist in Balsam Grove, Pastor Patrick Owen. Sauls Creek Baptist Church in Cashers. Uh, I guess that's, it's, it's, maybe it's, it's Jackson County. Anyway, uh, Jason Bryson. Stony Fork Baptist in Candler, Pastor Jeff Massey. Stony Mountain Baptist in Hendersonville, Pastor Tommy Holbrook. Sugar Creek Baptist Church in Cullowhee, Swannanoa Heights Baptist Church, Pastor Bruce Robinson, the Goodway Baptist Street Ministry in Weaverville, Trinity Baptist in Asheville, Pastor Winston Parrish, uh, Turkey Creek Baptist in Pisgah Forest, Pastor Shannon Owen, Union Hill Holiness Baptist in Flat Rock, Pastor Doug Carroll, Victory Baptist in Rosman, Pastor Charles Nicholson, Victory Baptist in Flat Rock, Pastor Stanley Adcock, Whitewater Baptist in Sapphire, Pastor Bradley Chapel. Wolf Creek Baptist in Tuckasegee, Pastor Alan Johnson. Woodfin Baptist Church in Asheville, Pastor Don Burchett. Woodland Terrace Baptist in Asheville, Pastor Brian Hinn. 
Woods Memorial Baptist in Balsam Grove, Pastor Davis Owen. Yellow Mountain Baptist in Cashers, Pastor Carl Stepp. Zion Hill Baptist in Silva, Pastor Eddie Stillwell. Zion Hill Baptist in Hendersonville, Pastor Blair Stewart. And Zirconia Missionary Baptist in Zirconia, Pastor Travis Parker. And if read correctly and counted correctly, an all-time high as far as the numbers of churches supporting the ministry, 109, to God be the glory, 109 churches. And that's up 9%. Last year we had 100 even. So we have, we have nine new churches. And one of those, I question, it may, may not be a church, it may be a ministry. It was put on the church list. But nevertheless, uh, eight at least, if not nine, new, or new more than last year. So we say, bless the Lord, O my soul, all that's within me, bless his holy name. And we appreciate what he has done. And uh, we appreciate, I mean, we appreciate the presence of God. We appreciate everything the Lord did during the days of Sherathon. And uh, it, was, it was an amazing week. And uh, it really was. And so we're already... We're already planning next year. Uh, we're already we're already going through invitations. We're already going through all these different things. We're making some adjustments, you know, in, in the different departments. We've met with all the department heads, and we're making some different uh, adjustments to the different elements and different things. Uh, we have a, you know, we start out our meeting with uh, our debriefing with what went right, you know, who has a testimony, and then the then we but then we move from there. To, okay, what could we do better? And uh, so we're always trying to better ourselves. What, what could we do better? So one of the things that, we're, that we've talked about, and I'll just share this with you, and because uh, it could be one of those all, all of the above things. And so I've asked, I said, you know, there are a great number of pastors that especially have the midwinter blahs and could greatly benefit by a couple of days of Sherathon. And what you know, I asked the staff, what would you think about as our different evangelists and as our different missions reps as they travel the country, inviting some preachers to come in and just just come in for a day or two, you know, and spend some time with us. If they drove in on Monday morning, spent the night, and then left Tuesday evening. You know, that would give them two days of share -thon. Of course, the thing that goes with that would be the, the hotel cost, you know. And the reason a lot can't come is because of the, of the expense. They can't afford the trip as well as, you know, the, the hotel. Even though we do have a corporate rate, we get it cheaper than most. But, uh, you know, it's still, still cost. So, but, but here's what I, I thought about. You know, there's nothing to stop individuals. There's nothing to stop businesses. There's nothing to stop churches from inviting churches that you know of uh, that are away from here, that the pastor needs a break. And maybe that would be a part of your what you'd like to do is you'd like to bring them in and you'd like to, you know, put them up uh, and uh, and uh, could you know take care of that for us, and then they could get in on it. They could come in and get their batteries charged. Wouldn't that be a blessing? Well, and then 
my other thing would be, what about missionaries? You know, I, I wish, I mean, I, if, I mean, if we had the, the missions funding, I would mail all of the anchor missionaries, the ones that are out of this church, I would mail every one of them a ticket for their whole family to come every year. Obviously, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, obviously we can't do that. And, uh, you know, we're, we, that's too, you know, way too expensive. But I just saying, if, if we had, <laughs> if I had what I wanted, you know, that's what I'd do. I would, I'd mail them all tickets. And I'd bring the whole gang in, every sheriff make sure they were here. Wouldn't that be a time? But I can't, obviously, again, that's, you know, that's, a, you know, that's, that's wishful thinking because we'd have to send a pair of tickets to Mongolia. We'd have to send one, two, three, four, five to, uh, to the Philippines. We'd have to send uh, four tickets to South America. We'd have to send at least two to the Arctic. We'd have to send... Um, yeah, we'd have to send two to Chile, or no, four to Chile, and then we'd have to send uh, one, two, three, four, see, at least a couple to Bolivia. So, yeah, it, it'd be a blessing, though, wouldn't it? And even for our our guys that are, you know, out of out of the ministry here, that are pastoring in other parts, wouldn't that be awesome to bring all those guys in? Because there's, there's quite a group of them. And so, but, you know. But we did have a church that did that. This, uh, there was a church that uh, met, a, met a brother, and he had a ministry, and they called me and said, could he put up a display at Sherathon? And I said, sure. And they said, we will put him up if you all will feed him. And I said, well, absolutely, we'll feed him. And they said, well, can we have the discount? I said, sure. So I gave them the code, or my daughter did. And so they were able to put him up, and he was here the entire week and was, was a blessing to us and proved to be a blessing to many. And he actually picked up some support while he was here. He did. So it was a win, 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 three times for everybody. Uh, we were blessed by him being here. He was blessed by being here, and he picked up support. So, and, and it might be. You say, well, this is our favorite missionary. Or this is a missionary that really needs a, a shot in the arm or a boost, you know. And maybe a church would say, this is going to be a project. We'll bring a missionary family in. Either put them in our prophet's chamber or we'll put them in a, you know, in the campsite or we'll do something so that they can, you know, come to Sherathon. So, yeah, I, I wish that we had the means to do it ourselves. I really do. But, you know, we're... <laughs> You know, obviously can't, but I but I thought about that. What, you know, because for pastors, Sherathon's a, a great Bible conference, Bible exposition, Bible preaching, and uh, pastors do a lot of preaching, but they don't get a lot of preaching, and pastors need to be preached to badly, and so. With, with capable men like we had in the pulpit. It's a, I can watch all the preachers. I can watch them writing. They're writing down thoughts and notes, and they're, oh, yeah, they're, they're getting fed and blessed at the same time. And then with the missionaries, same thing, but you also get the exposure, and it's a break. It's different than anything else. And, of 
course, they're kids. We try to minister to all the children. And uh, we got big playgrounds and, and all that stuff, 10 acres here to romp and roll on, and uh, that they can, you know, have a big time and play, ride bicycles and all of it if the weather permits. So uh, the Lord has done all of that, and we're just thrilled. I, I was noticing that, uh, I guess it was, I guess it was Saturday. It's pretty Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah. We had kids down on the ball field. We had kids on the basketball court. We had kids riding bicycles around the warehouse. There were people parked everywhere. I mean, they were parked at the warehouse. They were parked all up here on the upper deck. Uh, the, the up front was full. There was very little place on 10 acres that there wasn't somebody. And it, it looked like a big park or something because you had people under the picnic shed. You had people sitting down on the tables on the, on the patio. It was amazing. It was amazing. And so just a great, great time. So, but now's the time to talk about it. Now's the time to think about it, okay? And, I mean, even, even to the point if you've got family or something and you wanted to give them a Christmas gift of bringing them in for share -thon. you know, because it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's that. And they can do some sightseeing while they're here, and they can do, you know, all of the things, the waterfalls and everything, as well as being on the meetings. So, uh Oh yeah, we're <laughs> we're we're thanking God, and uh, we're just we're just thrilled at all the Lord has allowed us to do. And if we had the if we had the means, if we had the money, we'd do more. If we had the money, was a preacher, what would you do? Well, if I had the money, I'd put uh, these little little single bedroom log cabins. The little ones like they build out on twenty six on the right, Green River cabins in there. I'd put those things all over the mountain. If had the money, like tiny homes type things, I'd put them things all over that mountain. We'd fill that mountain full just, you know, to keep folks and have a, a retreat for people. Sure. And then uh, if, you know, if we had the means, we'd, we'd bring in missionaries from everywhere. And uh, once we get the pavilion built, uh, it will seat just under 300 at tables. So... The decision has not been made whether or not we will move the food down there. But if we chose to, then that would up that dramatically, the number of people we could feed. And then we could take the downstairs here currently, and that could be the display room. And we could bring in way more missionaries and have them set up in other ministries and stuff and let them set up displays, you know, for people to see and talk to and colleges for young people and all the other stuff. You know, Christian colleges, Sure. Wouldn't that be great? Just a lot of possibilities and a lot of things. But you know, when, when we started, when we rolled that piano out in the parking lot and plugged two microphone cords together, and that's how we had Sherathon the first year in 1987, we had no idea that Sherathon would become an event in and of itself. That Sherathon was only just a weekend, a long weekend. And that's all it was, just a long weekend. Little did we realize that Sherathon would become just like you have the AM, the FM, the internet, the music channel, the preaching channel, the video channel, and you have Sherathon. Sherathon is a entity of itself. It takes planning all year long. It takes coordination all year long. It takes all of that to make it all happen. And of course, this year, we're talking about how much the totals were. We're talking about you know, better than ever, 
the largest that we've ever had a viewing audience. And for those tech guys that would understand this, 14.31 terabytes. And we had a shorter broadcast day because of the early service. Yeah. So, <laughs> plus we expanded our coverage over onto Facebook and to YouTube, and that doesn't count that. None of that is recorded. That's all streamed a different way. So that's none of that. We're talking about just over our devices that we track 14.31 terabyte. So a huge, a huge amount of data streaming. And, and, and you know, and we're not, we're not a TV station. We're radio that, that, that do what we call visual radio. So we don't have professional cameramen or professional production crews and all the other stuff as far as that part of it's concerned. But I will say this, it's come a far piece from where it was a few years ago. And we're still working on it. We are, we're still working on it. And uh, the Lord has blessed. And uh, we are so very grateful. I, I, I won't say that we fed a record number of people because I don't, I, I'm not gonna say that because pre-COVID, it would be hard to compete with pre-COVID. But we'll say this, I think Saturday was a record. I'm pretty sure Saturday was a record. They begged me. <laughs> they begged me. They said, Preacher, please tell them to stop promoting it on the radio. Please tell the announcer to stop talking about it. Please. We are covered up. And they were. They had had lines. And I mean, it was wide open. You never see anything like it in your life. It was a... Uh, it was an amazing, an amazing day. It was. It was an amazing day. Lots and lots of people fed. Well, just just figure this. And of course, now this is just, if you figure it based on this, the average barbecue sandwich, if you're making sandwiches, a pound of barbecue will feed, make four sandwiches, four barbecue sandwiches, a quarter of a pound of barbecue is an ample amount of barbecue. So if you if you feed it that way, if you were feeding all pulled pork barbecue and you were going to feed a quarter of a pound per person, then you would estimate that uh, to feed 60, if you had 400 pounds, it would feed approximately 1,600 people. I can't say that we had 1,600 people, but I can tell you we fed 400 pounds of just barbecue, not counting everything else. No, we fed a huge amount of everything else. That's just the barbecue part of it. Granted, some people probably ate double, but I'm just saying it was a big, big, big day. And uh, we... Uh, we bless the Lord for that. And uh, so, anyway, I somebody said, put the missionaries on rotation, invite them in. I wished we could. I wished we could afford, I wished Anchor, you know, the church could afford to put them up, you know, and bring them in. I wished we could. You know, but I look at it this way. Even if you could bring them in for one night, just one, of course, it depends on how far they had to dry or fly, but if you just bring them in, if, if they're not too far away, if they could just bring them in for one night, 
And if they wanted to stay over, they could maybe pay for a second night or something. So, you know, but it would be my goal one of these days. Uh, and, of course, I don't know this will happen in my lifetime. Probably won't happen my, at my funeral. But it would be, wouldn't it be something just to see everybody home at one time? Wouldn't that be something? That'd be a big deal, wouldn't it? Just to have everybody home all at the same time. I, I guess they'll, I, I don't guess that's going to happen until we get to heaven. When we get there, we'll all be home at the same time. Other than that, people out they're going to yonder and about and busy doing the work of the Lord. So that's the whole point. They're busy doing the work of the Lord. But in this day of discouragement, I think it would be awesome to be able to uh, encourage some people and be an encouragement to them. Well, the time has come and gone, but let me, let me go back over if you're just joining with us. Our 2023 totals for share We end this year's share We won't be talking about totals anymore after today. So our share total, our, our goal was 282,537. And our actual received was 382,453. And so, to God be the glory, $99,916 above budget. And then our net work, our goal was $150,545. Our net, and this was last year's numbers, and our net work uh, tops out at $155,864, $5,319 over budget. So again, thank you. We appreciate you. It's going to help us cover some red ink on the transmitter on the upfit. We had to change. We haven't changed everything. All the things I was hoping was going to, were going to fit and going to work didn't. So we're having to change everything. Rewiring, we're having to, we had to pull permits. We have to do all this new stuff, expensive stuff. We're having to have a one switch built that's over $5,000. Just to have one little switch built. It's over five grand to get that thing built. So... Uh, you know, we're, we're way over on the installation. The transmitter's paid for, but the installation. But I, I wasn't going to say anything about it. How do you go back to people and say, well, oops, I, I, I missed it, you know. So we're just going to trust the Lord for the difference. And, well, that's where a lot of this is going to go. Plus, we've been putting off, you know, getting new equipment, you know, consoles and some other things that we've been needing for a long time. And uh, some of the stuff we have, you can no longer get parts for. And that's what scares me. It's not that it's old. I don't mind stuff being old. Uh, a lot of the oldie is goody. You know, it's the good stuff. That's not it. You just can't get parts for it. So if we were to lose the console that I'm sitting at, we could technically be down for days because we do not have a backup. And one of the things that I am very, very keen on is I've been trying through the whole ministry to set up redundancy so that when something goes wrong, we have a backup. And we haven't had that in times past, that we have a backup that will take over and will continue to go. And then in some things, I'm actually now working on tertiary backup, meaning three. We have three things because sometimes, especially in the digital age, if digital's down, then all of the digital's down. Just to give you, for instance, 
like, say, the audio stream. We have a T1 that runs from here to the transmitter. Well, if, if digital goes down, then we lose that link. Well, our, our, our backup, we were putting in a cable modem, and we'd switch to the cable backup, and we could go cable modem and pull it off the Internet. But again, if digital goes down, you lost that too. Sometimes, just depends. It's possible to lose that as well. So we have still have a, a 950 aerial analog system, terrestrial system that we can use. So that's the type of thing I'm talking about, terrestrial, that we can use. We have more than one way to do something, and we can get we have backup and backup and then backup to the backup. Seriously. So pray with us about that, and that's one of the directions we're going to move in, and also being able to broadcast from different locations and fully equipped to be able to go in and move everything and broadcast from different locations. Uh, in the event there was a fire, in the event that there was a bomb scare, in the event that there was an anthrax threat, in the event there was whatever, that you flip some switches and you go somewhere else and you bring everything back up and you have full control of everything from a different place. It's a goal of ours. We don't have it yet, but it's a goal and we're working on it. And so thank you for helping us with all of this. And uh, the fact that it came in uh, accelerates our plans to do that. My hope is it's that we don't need it. You know, that's, that's the thing I, I was concerned about. Our hope is that we don't need it. Hope is that we don't, that we don't never, you know, uh, you know, you know, that we don't ever need it. That's, that's the goal, you know. And so, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm seeing ideas about bringing folks in, you know, uh, you know, in other words, have some come in for three days and others come in for the other three days or, you know, a middle day for everyone to have at least one day. I mean, yeah, and I like, like your way of thinking. And, uh, but again, we're going to have to do it with some help. We're going to have to have some out folks from the outside helping with that, if that were to be possible. So, uh, and it is, it is possible. It's just a matter of making it all come together, you know. And so, well, we're gonna we're gonna seek the Lord about it all, and we're going to trust Him to to guide our future. We didn't set out, like I say, to do what we've done. It grew every year into what it is. It's the Lord's business, and. Uh, we we are amazed, and uh, we're, we're 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 we stand amazed in the presence of God for all that He has done, and I say that without any hesitation or, or fear of contradiction. We stand amazed at what the Lord has done and uh, how the Lord has overruled and, and intervened, and you know I had. So I made the statement this this past week. They said, "Yeah, preacher Barton's vision." Well, let me just let me just fess up. If you won't tell nobody, I'm gonna tell you this. Just don't say nothing to nobody about it. Um, the Lord outgrew my ten year vision in the first year. Seriously. I mean, I've got a I've I've always had a plan. I'm a planner. I've got a I've got a a six month plan, and I got a one year plan, and a five year plan, and a ten year plan. And I have had. And I've got things on the plan that, you know, 
for the church that I've been planning for 30 years and still ain't got it done. But I, it's still on the plan, though. We're going to do it one of these days. But when it comes to the radio station, God took that thing and, and accelerated that thing to a place that it outgrew my... Uh, it outgrew my, like I say, my 10-year plan. It outgrew it within the first year. Had no idea what God was going to do. And again, he could have used a chimpanzee to do what I did. Not a problem. God could have. Glad he didn't. Glad he let me be in on it. And I'm grateful. But uh, at the same time, I also know that uh, there's, there's many a man that would like to have done the same thing and would have done the same thing if they had just had a team that would have followed him and would have had a congregation that would have followed them. Seriously. And uh, I've been blessed in that regard. Yeah, sure have. So, to God be the glory, great things he hath done. Let's pray together if we can. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, accept our thanksgiving for every penny that's been given. Lord, I pray that there'd be no waste. I pray, Lord, there'd be no overlap. I pray, Lord, there'd be nothing, Lord, that would be a mislick that we'd have to redo. I pray that what we do would we count. I pray, Lord, that what we buy would last. I pray, Lord, that what we invest in will be around for a while. We'd get the good out of it. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be wise. And I pray, Lord, as conservatives, you'd help us to be, uh, Lord, as tight with your money as we would be with our own. And so, Lord, be pleased to bless the finances and may they stretch a long way. And, Lord, may it accomplish what you set out and what you would have done. We bless you and thank you and love you today for who you are. And then, Lord, also incidentally for what you've done. But, Lord, you're worthy for just because of who you are. And Lord, I thank you for everything that you've done and give you the glory in Christ's name. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for being on board. I'm Pastor Randy Barton of the Anchor Baptist Church in Pisgah Forest, North Carolina. And we appreciate you being with us. I want to do this. This is the other song that God set out on. The other one's called Every Hallelujah. And this is the other song that God set out on, and I want to go out with this as a tribute to the glory of God. And I hope that that's what, when people walk away from all of this, uh, when, when this goes down in the history books, people look back on it and say, what a mighty God. Behold our God. Here's the Thren family. And God got on this song along with Every Hallelujah, both songs greatly. May God bless you now as they sing.
can fathom all his wondrous deeds. 